What's up, everyone? You're listening to the Visually Stunning Movie Podcast, where you can get real, honest opinions about films that are opening in your theaters soon, and every once in a while, an older film as well. So stay tuned. Enjoy what you're hearing. Don't forget to like us and follow us on social media at VS Movie Podcast. You know how all that works. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. So, uh, yeah, the, uh, I can't believe that you've never seen either one of those films. And by those films, um, I mean Ferris Bueller's Day Off and L.A. Confidential. Yeah, well, you know, you've got those films on your list that you've never seen and you think, I really, really need to watch those. Right. Like, like, uh, like Citizen Kane or uh, Heat, I haven't seen. I right. love Heat to me. Just films that you really should have seen and you just, you just haven't for whatever reason. Well, yeah, so they were there and they were on my, my, uh, my list and I'd screwed my um, sleeping pattern up, so I thought, well, I might as well watch nothing else to do overnight, so... Okay. First people on my list, and then so was LA, LA Confidential. Yeah. So, oh, so let me ask you a question. Both of these movies are kind of very, they're very American. And you and I have talked, when we've talked before, we talked about the various cultural differences between the UK and the US. Um, these films are quintessentially American, especially, I might add, in my opinion, anyway, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Um, they're two markedly different films. One is a wacky comedy and one is a crime thriller um let me ask you which one you liked i'm going to assume you liked them both so i'm going to ask you which one you enjoyed least and we'll talk about that one first um very different films if you had to uh, watch one again right which, now which one would you grab second oh first be first be illustrated if i want if so, I so okay so right la now. confidential is below but i mean it's well, still it's good just the mood i mean it's it's not as it's not it's not uplifting to watch is my argument so yeah fair okay well okay well okay let's let let's start with LA Confidential because the one thing we can agree on is that crime exists everywhere oh absolutely okay so so we've got this crime thriller set in the fifties uh, in LA fifties sixties um, uh, yeah so it is uh, American gangsters drugs corrupt cops. Uh, what going in? What did you think you were going to see? And then well, coming out, hoping, where did you think? Sorry, sorry. Uh, going in, I was hoping for a kind of The Untouchables, which is one of my favorite films. Sure. Uh, I was hoping for kind of The Untouchables, uh, Road to Petition, something along those lines. Sure. And then when I saw it, it had Crow and Pierce in it. I was like, I'm in straight away. <laughs> off who was in it? Um, as well as who's the taller fella? James oh. Moss, James uh, Cro- Cro- Cromwell. Cromwell, sorry. Uh, yeah, I thought, oh, I'm in for this. Um, it was it was great. I really really enjoyed it. Very young Simon Baker in it as well. Yeah. And then so and then coming out, uh, it was a it was it 
considering I saw it was like two hours seventeen or two hours twenty, I thought, oh, this could be a long one. Mm-hmm. But it rattled by really, really quickly. Mm-hmm. And I, I enjoy films that intelligent films that have a little bit, a little bit of something behind them. You know, this has been my argument about modern films, but but watching it, I thought, yeah, this, I like films like this. It's a film that I finished watching, and Ferris Bueller, and I kind of go, God, it, we used to do it so well. Like, what's gone wrong? We used to do. We used to do so well. Yeah, I think we can all agree on this. Uh, it is based on a novel, so uh, from yes. James Elroy. So, so it's got you, yeah, an older novel, not like a young, modern YA novel. Uh, so you know, so it's got some, it's got some, some weight to it. You're correct. Uh, oh, yeah. It, uh, it, it is one of my favorites. I actually talked about this. I can't even remember where I talked about this, but I know I talked about this on another show. Uh, it is, it is spectacular. It's, it's got the interwoven narratives. Uh, you know, it's got you know, it, the classic. It's, it's like late noir. Uh, kind of in feel, even though we're well past the noir era. If you will, this is maybe like the last vestiges of that, and that's when we start rolling. You know, this is maybe like the beginning of the '70s undercover cop Serpico kind of feel story-wise. Even though this came well after that, uh, it's uh, it is it is interesting. How did you feel about the depiction about American policing and American crime? I mean, and it's West it's Coast, nothing- so it's like. Really, America. I yeah. mean, do, do you know what? It was. It's nice to uh, no. West Coast. West Coast. Yeah, yeah. West Coast. West Coast. West Coast. Yeah, LA. It's nice to. To be fair, it's nice to see somewhere other than New York and Washington. It's right. nice to see. You know, it's set in LA. Mm-hmm. It's nice to see it set because it gives a different feel to the film, and I I enjoyed it. I mean. And yeah, as for being American, it, I, yeah, it, it it doesn't surprise. It didn't surprise me. There's organized crime everywhere, and mm-hmm. we know how corrupt police have been in the past. So it, it's it's not a surprise as such. But I, I just thought it was just see what sticks with me more is like how well written it was, how well acted it was. It was directed really well. It looked beautiful. Oh, I know. It's and that's one of the. I mean, it won two Oscars. You know, Kim Bassinger won. Right, so. so you know, and it's just great. yeah, it's it's uh, uh, and uh, best uh, screenplay adapted screenplay. Yeah. So you know, it's a solid story there. But yeah, best picture nominee, best director nominee, cinematography nominee. You know, art, sound, editing, music. Yeah, all well, those things. It's 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 the whole package. It won. It was nominated for a lot of Oscars, I think seven or something like that. Oscars, um, Academy Awards, and yeah. it and it won in those two. And it lost in every other category. It was nominated to Titanic. It was not. Yeah, it was nine as a Titanic as a Titanic buff. Nine. There. Yeah, it was. It was nominated for nine. It did win uh, two Baftas as well. Uh, Editing nice. and sound. So yeah, uh, that's about right. Yeah, and uh, so you know it. It but yeah, no, it is. It's the complete package. It looks beautiful. It's yeah. written well. It's acted impeccably. Uh, yeah, I think in any other year, if it's not up against Titanic, then. You know, unfortunately, Titanic same, same was the as, yeah. Titanic was the the trendy pick. Everyone, well, yeah, the, the same as the Shawshank Redemption. If that comes out in any other year, except opposite um, Forrest Gump, it sweeps the board. Yeah, but because it comes out uh, uh, opposite for uh, Forrest Gump, as good a film as it is, yeah. it, it, it's not 
as good as a Shawshank so often. No, it's but you know what? I'd rather have a year where you can argue two fi- two quality films. Oh God, yeah. Than have the the uh, what a bunch of garbage in that category. So I mean, yeah. Did, didn't we have? I mean, Philadelphia was the same. Was Philadelphia? Philadelphia well? was the year after. No, it was Philadelphia then Forrest Gump. So I think Philadelphia was the year before. Well, okay. So I think I think Hank was, Hank's won. I think he won first for Philadelphia, then he won for Forrest Gump. But I, I could be backwards on that. Um, so yeah, yeah, no. It's, th- this is one of my favorites. It's a good choice. I'm glad you finally got around to it uh, because it is well worth watching. Um, yeah. But but that leads me to my next one. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Uh, that you that you said you watched, uh, and that is Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Nothing yeah. screams '80s American cinema like a John Hughes movie. Um, Hasn't he just passed away today as well? Not long ago, sadly. Uh, I mean, it fe- I, I mean, it could have been ten years ago at this point. I wouldn't remember how to feel about that because uh, it, the, you know, it, all the time has run together. So <laughs> it's just one. That's one of those things. Written and directed by John Hughes. He took. Oh wow, he died in two thousand nine. Oh well, really? Yeah, <laughs> I right? like, literally. It could. It's like more than dead. ten years ago. Um, yeah. So, but you know, he's he's responsible for all of the the eighties classics: Weird Science, Uncle Buck, Breakfast Club, Planes, Trains. He wrote. Uh, you know, never seen any of those. Oh, okay. So I I recommend Uncle Buck. <laughs> Planes, just because, Trains, and Automobiles, and Uncle Buck are on my watch list because uh, I love uh, John Candy. Yes. Yeah, John Candy is great. Well, Uncle from Buck. Home Alone, and he's only in that for a little bit as well. Uh, he's in a sequel, the TV movie. I think he's in Home Alone three. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, he is in Home Alone video. Got to look at that. He is back there. Wow, look at that. But yeah, he wrote a ton. He directed uh, the Uncle Buck. She's having to be planes, trains, Ferris Bueller, Weird Science, Breakfast Club, Sixteen Candles. Uh, but yeah, the the eighties teen, the brat pack uh, is what they yeah. called that group of young actors. Uh, yeah, that's all John Hughes. Ferris Bueller is, I think... Uh, a psychopath? <laughs> no, he's a sociopath. Uh, no. Psychopath. <laughs> sociopath. Uh, no, he's he does psychopath. No. He's he's good. Um, it's, where, okay, what did you think Ferris Bueller was going to be coming in? Because I'm fairly certain that in the UK, kids don't just run around doing all the crap that he winds up doing in this film I mean we generally don't nick nick our best friend's dad's car that's for sure true um and obviously it's very in its time isn't it with the way that he gets out of school with his you know with his the coughing sound yeah. on that machine so 
But uh, going into it, I was expecting it to be the cl- the closest thing I've got to compare it to is kind of big, which I love. Yeah. Something like that, something AE, something very typically. But I wasn't expecting it to be as emotional as it was, or the the, the performances. I think John Rook is it Rook? Um, Alan Rook. Alan Rook. Sorry, my name's all the place yep. there. Um, who I know out of Speed and a few other things. Yeah. Um, I thought, oh, I didn't expect his character to be to be as good, and then the whole thing uh, with the sister. Who the only thing I've ever seen her in is Dirty Dancing. Right. Um, is it Jennifer Grey or whatever? Yeah. It is? Yep. Um, so no, I I, I really enjoyed it. Um, I thought it was a really it was really fun, and it was a film that I watched and it, it made me feel like it was it's a feel good film, which again I don't think we get enough of now. Uh, just pure escapism, just pure, like the the scene where he's he's on the Deutschland day or whatever the German kind of day in the, in the parade, uh, the parade yeah, yeah when he's on and he's doing that song and um uh, yeah I thought that was great it just just a really fun like couple of hours. To, you know, to, to to watch and enjoy. Yeah. So uh, it's uh, it, that that is that is one of the American touchstones for for people of my age, really. I mean, because you know, it came out in '86, so I was 16 when this came out, uh, and everyone wanted to. You know, you're right there in high school. You don't want to be there, and you're just like, oh, I wish. Oh, how I wish we could just steal away. For take take a day because you know now they what do they call they call them mental health days and really uh, you know that's what Ferris took he took a mental health day but you know did he take it for himself or did he take it for Cameron Uh, in the end I think he mm, took it for Cameron oh in the end yeah but at the beginning he's he's very out for himself isn't he Uh, completely out for himself but that that actually is is like the age old question. Was it just him, or was it him trying to look out for his friend? Uh, and it's a great debate to have uh, because who, I mean, who wouldn't want to have a friend that would do that for you? Sure, yes, he's a little self-serving. To be fair, that's the sociopath part. Um, but he's a very loyal sociopath. Yeah, he's very he's loyal to his people. Teenage kid, you don't have a lot of foresight when you're that age. No. But he seems to have more than most. Yeah, I loved and I loved the style of it as well. I loved the way that he just and because I, I quite enjoy when characters break the fourth wall if it's done well. Yes, and it's done so well. Um, I really enjoyed it. I thought the sister was great. Um, just that kind of butting heads. Yep. Um, and obviously the the head teacher who loses loses his head and Ed Rooney. Um, Breaks it at the house. Yeah, he was great, and I loved his secretary as well. Oh yeah, uh, she was fantastic. Um, so yeah, a, a really in- just good fun. Yeah, no, no messages to beat you over the head with. There was no like he's evil to his sister or anything like that. There was no kind of as far as I could see. There was it was just well good natured for the most part. For the most part, um, setting, setting your dog on your head, teacher. But no, it was. It was. I, I enjoyed it. It was. It was good fun, and it had some good. You know, what's the line he says? And I, it's a film I will watch again because I think it probably improves. Oh, it does. The more you know, as you rewatch it, because um, I think rewatchability is is a very underrated trait in films. Yeah, it is. And I, you know, the fact he says, you know, life moves so fast. Take time to. Yeah. Stop if you don't stop, if you don't stop, look around once in a while, you might miss it. Yeah, brilliant. And it is. And yeah. in, in in a film like the the. 
you you look at it and think, oh, this should be quite just kind of you watch it and forget about it. It did have some parts in there where you thought, and it touches upon some quite serious subjects, you know. I mean, because his friend's clearly clearly suffering like emotional abuse from his parents. Oh yeah, which in the eighties wouldn't even have been no. considered. I mean, yeah, people would have kind of seen it, but you know, it, it was kind of yeah. Can you imagine like what it was that? like to grow up in a house like that? You know, it's when you were a baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like he grew up in a museum. Yeah, it's you know he loves it. He loves this car more than me. You know, he loved a stupid car more than me. It's like you know, I, this is the, the yeah, sorry sorry Mark, no good. Uh, no, sorry, I, was, I didn't mean to interrupt. It was just the, that age-old argument that the people think that if somebody's brought up in a really, really nice big house and they've got plenty of money, that they'll, they'll be absolutely fine. Well, unfortunately, it doesn't work like that. No, not um, always. It doesn't work like that at all. Yeah, just watch The Crown. <laughs> right. So, yeah, no, it's... Uh, uh, yeah, that that you picked two, two really quality films... I'm glad you raised your hand when I threw that out on Twitter. Does anyone want to talk about film? You know, it's we don't have to talk long about them, uh, but you know, just remind people that there are films out there that you probably haven't seen, you may have forgotten about, that you've been meaning to watch, and a lot of them, and a lot of them are are really ones that you you need to get around and get off your butt and and get around to watching. Uh, and these are two of them. If you're a if you're a cop thriller crime person, L.A. Confidential is outstanding. Um, there's a there's another film uh, stars Josh Brolin. It's called Gangster Squad. Um, there was some controversy about the time it came out. Uh, look it up. It's it's got it's it's not as good as LA Confidential, but it's still pretty enjoyable. Um, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. I mean, yeah. If you haven't seen, uh, you know, uh, if you haven't seen Sixteen Candles, if you haven't seen. Uh, Breakfast Club. If you haven't haven't seen, uh, I mean, Pretty in Pink, Weird Science, uh, Mr. Mom, you all those ones that he wrote. And I've got it, some catching up to do. Yeah, you've got some catching up to do. You really do. It's uh, there's they're just so they're so emblematic of the '80s. Uh, and people are going back now and they're looking at them and they're discovering that they're problematic. And y- sure, you couldn't make those movies today. Uh, and you hate to excuse, you know, but that's what that's what things were when those movies were made, and you have to look at them that yeah. way. Uh, you can't grade, you know, you can't you can't grade the past on the now. No, because I mean, that's you, insanity. It's yeah. not possible. To, it's insanity to do that. Yeah, I know it, that's a strong well, word, but it doesn't make sense. But, well, you it, can't do it. It's pointless. It, it yeah. actually serves yeah. no purpose, except I think what we sh- to draw sorry. attention to yourself. Yeah, what we should be doing is focusing. And I'm not. I'm not going to delve into any of them. But what we should be doing is focusing on the real issues we've got today. Not worrying about some show that came out in the '80s, 40 years ago. Yep. No, let's look at the real problems we've got today, and not just in our own countries, around the world, wars and all that kind of. Look at that. Let's figure that stuff out. Let's not worry about. Oh well, first, beautiful. Oh, get over yourself. Get a life, and we'll sort out the real stuff. But that's just yeah. Correct it and move on. But you can't go back. You can't. You can you, well, can, you see, can go back and re-edit a movie, but it doesn't change what actually happened in either. real life. I don't like that either. But I'm just saying. I don't you, agree with it. Yeah, no, yeah. But you know, but yeah, it's 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 stupid. So you you know, watch them, understand when they were made, and understand that they are they are perfect for that time. Yeah. Um, and again, a lot like Ferris Bueller, there sometimes you know they drop the odd nugget of wisdom in there 
uh, for you, you know, in amongst everything else that today is problematic. Uh, so it's, it's crazy, but, uh, uh, Sean, I'm glad again that you raised your hand when I just threw it out on Twitter. I'm in my office puttering around today and I'm just like, who wants to talk about movies? Uh, and, and I'm glad you threw your hand up and said, oh, I watched these two. It's like, oh, okay, it's great. We'll just, we'll chat about those two really quick. Um, Sean, tell everyone where they can listen to review it yourself. Cool. Uh, yeah, I'm Sean. I'm from, oh, review it yourself. That's a side, by the way. Um, every, every, uh, you can find me on, uh, you can find us on all, all your players, uh, you know, your good pods, um, all that kind of thing. Uh, we're on Instagram. It's at, it's not, it's not at, it's Instagram. It's review it yourself podcast, 2021. On Twitter, we're at Yourself Review. We do uh, the regular episodes, the Review Yourself episode. I say we, it's me. We do the regular Review Yourself episodes where a guest comes on and we talk about any film, documentary, all sorts of stuff. Um, and then we've got the side series, Defend It Yourself, where people come on and defend their favourite bad movies. Uh, unfortunately, that means I have to watch them. <laughs> and we also do um, some other stuff, uh, more side stuff. I- I'm milking this It Yourself series as far as I can. Uh, but I'm, I'm enjoying it and I get to talk to great people like yourself and, and just have a good time chatting about films. Yeah. And that is, that's, that, that's why I started doing this. Cause it's way more fun to talk, talk with, with people about movies than it is to just try to write up some, some review. Um, if you're out there watching or listening, uh, I am Mark, your host from the Visually Stunning Movie Podcast. Uh, you can grab the website for us at vsmoviepodcast.com. We're on Facebook and Twitter, both at vsmoviepodcast. We're on YouTube, Visually Stunning Movie Podcast. Sean shows up here occasionally. Uh, we just had Chris on from the Cult Film Companion. We talked to him. Uh, that was a good good chat. Uh, these guys are kind enough to have me on every once in a while to talk about a classic, which is also fun. Uh, if you love movies, there's a lot of great movie discussions out there to be had, and I encourage you to find all of them. So thanks again. Uh, thanks again, Sean. I will let you uh, go and finish your afternoon. I'm going to start my Sunday morning now uh, and go get some work done. Spot on. Uh, thanks and for having me. No problem. And uh, we will talk to everyone later. Bye-bye. Cheers. The secret to summer-ready skin is here. Osea's number one best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil, clinically proven to instantly improve skin elasticity and transform dry skin to silky, soft, and unbelievably glowing. Its signature scent of freshly squeezed grapefruit, cypress, and mango mandarin transports you to sun-kissed summer days. Get healthy, glowing skin for summer with clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code GLOW at OseaMalibu.com.